Ask a designer anything.com. Hello, I'm Craig and welcome to Ask a Designer Anything, episode 68. Thanks so much for tuning in. Now today, I'm actually doing a follow-up episode from only a few days ago. If you remember, you might not have heard, on episode 66, I answered Chris's question about struggling to get started with things and why we sometimes leave things when we should have started it a long time ago. Now today, I wanted to look at kind of the same question again, but I've entitled this episode, Why You Haven't Started Yet. And this ties into a conversation, actually, that we had in the Genius Vision studio the other day. It's really weird, actually, that the episode, episode 66, went out, and the day that episode went out, towards the end of the day in in our studio, we was having a conversation about that exact episode, and I didn't bring it up or anything. I didn't say, here's my podcast, you should go listen to it, let's have a discussion. We just started talking about it, and it raised a couple of other things that I wanted to address in this episode that I didn't really talk about in episode 66. So I hope you enjoy it and let's get started with it. In episode 66, I spoke about things like fear, uh, fear of rejection, fear of not being very good at things and stuff like that. I spoke more about the fear side of things and more of the blocks of why things aren't happening. I spoke about things like having a lack of time or believing you have a lack of time. And I spoke about being overwhelmed over too many ideas. Now, this episode, I wanted to speak about some of the other stuff. And there's, the main reason behind this is that I've been podcasting now for nearly three months. Well, actually, looking at my watch because it's got a date on it. I've been podcasting for actually two months. I've been podcasting for two months and I've changed my equipment in the time that I've been podcasting. Recently, I tried to upgrade my equipment and I spoke about this on my podcast a couple of times. I mentioned buying a new mic, a Rode Procaster. I mentioned buying a mixer, uh, which was a a Behringer Behringer 1204 USB, I think it was. Don't quote me on that. I might have got that wrong. But I went out and bought a mixer, bought a new mic, and I invested in loads of new equipment. And you'll have heard me moaning a couple of times that I just couldn't get it to work and I couldn't get it to sound as good as the equipment I already had. And it made me remember something that sometimes I have a habit of doing and you might have this habit as well of, of where you won't start doing something until you buy the perfect equipment or you won't even consider starting something unless the conditions are perfect. And that is some of the stuff that I wanted to talk about in this episode And I think that's a really good place to start. So let's start by talking about the equipment. So I've just shared my story. I, uh, around last month, I thought I needed to upgrade my podcasting equipment. I wanted to get a better sound. Now you might already think my podcast sounds good, but I'm always striving to make it sound better. So I thought the next logical step for me was, would be to buy an analog mixer, which I've read tons of blog posts about. You wouldn't believe the amount of research I've done into podcasting and audio production and trying to get things to sound as good as possible. So everything I read told me that I needed to go buy a mixer. So I picked the Behringer because it's a nice and cheap mixer. And I picked the Rode Procaster mic, which is a dynamic microphone, because I, I read lots of good reviews about it. And it was a reasonable price. But in total, I ended up spending about 400, 450 quid on new equipment. So it was a fairly big investment because that's the amount that I spent in the first place. And the reason overarching reason behind all this was that I wanted to start doing podcasts with more than two people. 
At the minute, I record straight into a Zoom H4n Pro, which only has two inputs, which means I can only have two people talking to my podcast at once. So all that stuff meant that I was waiting for the perfect equipment before I could start doing a conversation podcast. In the end, because I wasn't happy with the mixer and I wasn't happy with my new mic, I actually ended up doing the Ian Mead conversation back last week with all my current equipment. But I fell down the trap of worrying about having the perfect equipment and it's so easy to fall down this trap. And it was something I want to mention on this episode because it inspired me to talk about it on this podcast. Because for a while, from the very beginning of my podcast, I always thought that I wanted to do some kind of interview, some kind of format where I speak to somebody, but I wasn't comfortable with the format. I wasn't comfortable with the kit that I had, and I wasn't comfortable that I thought I had the correct technology to be able to achieve it for it to sound good. So I went off and waited until I had the perfect equipment. And then when I got the perfect equipment, it turned out that the equipment wasn't the perfect equipment anyway. It wasn't very good, and I've sent most of the equipment back. So the moral of this particular story is don't, you don't have to wait for the perfect equipment to get started with something. You don't have to wait to buy the perfect laptop. You don't have to wait to buy the perfect microphone if you're thinking of starting podcasting. You don't have to wait to have a certain amount of money in the bank before you start doing something that you really want to do. There's always a way to achieve it right now. If you've got the passion to start doing it now, I suggest get started doing it now rather than waiting for the perfect equipment or the perfect resources to arise because the likelihood here is that that situation is never going to happen. If you always sit around waiting for the perfect time, that is really just an excuse. It's just another one of the excuses, the little white lies that I spoke about in episode 66 that we like to tell ourselves, I'll wait for this thing before I start doing this because it's easier to say that, to convince ourselves that it's the conditions that are stopping us from doing something. It's not ourselves that's stopping us from doing it, when actually it is if you look hard enough at yourself. The other thing is waiting for the perfect time. I kind of just talked about this a minute ago. I was waiting for the perfect time to arise before I started doing an interview podcast. And there's, there's tons of examples of even me doing this, and I still do it now. I'm always waiting for the perfect time to do this or I'm always waiting for the perfect time to release this blog post, or I'm always waiting for the perfect time before we launch a new website, etc., etc., etc. This is another little white lie that we like to tell ourselves that we think we can't do this thing until this time arises. Or the biggest, the biggest time you see this is when we get to around December, or when we get to November, and we tell ourselves, oh, I'm not going to go on a diet until the new year. It'll be my New Year's resolution. This year, I'm actually going to lose weight. That is the biggest thing that people often tell themselves. I'm going to wait two months before I start losing weight because we should do it in the new year. And it's just a little white lie that we tell ourselves to delay what we really want to do. When naturally, we could, if this was the beginning of November, we could just start it on November the 1st. We don't have to wait for January the 1st to start something. We could just start it whenever we wanted. And it's just another one of those little white lies we tell ourselves. And the reason for this episode is to remind you that you don't have to wait for the perfect time. You don't have to wait for the perfect equipment. You don't have to wait for the perfect thing 
to get started doing that thing that you've really wanted to do for a long time. Just get started with it. The other final thing that I wanted to mention is something that we were talking about a lot in the office, and I'm actually going to release a blog over the next couple of days. See, I'm waiting for the perfect time myself to release this blog post. I'm going to release a blog post about that conversation and about one of the main things that we were getting at when we was talking about it. And we was we was talking about, because if you don't already know, Genius Division it is, is a design agency and a website design agency. And we make a lot of websites. We're pretty good at making websites. We do it for a living. And we was talking about why we don't make websites for ourselves that could potentially make us money. We make, we've made a lot of e-commerce websites, for example, for some of our clients. And they, them websites, those websites make them a lot of money. But we don't have our own e-commerce website. And we've never done any of those ideas that we always talk about in the office all the time. And, it, and we got talking about why we don't do that. Why, when we've got all the marketing skills, we've got all the technical skills, we've got all the knowledge we could possibly need to launch pretty much any kind of online service you could think of, why, when we've got all that knowledge, do we not do it? And we was talking about that in the office for a good 45 minutes. And the thing that we came to in the end is that we're comfortable. Maybe we're too comfortable. We're we're good at what we do. We've got plenty of clients coming through the door. We get plenty of referrals. People tell us we're good at what we do. And we keep doing the same thing over and over because we're good at it. But we could also be good at making things for ourselves, but we don't have to. There's no reason for us to do it. We're not in dire straits. It's not like we've got to start another business to keep our heads above the water. So we don't do it. And this is a place where a lot of us, a lot of us find ourselves we find ourselves spinning plates. We find ourselves spinning the family plate. We find ourselves spinning the work plate. And we find ourselves spinning the friends plate. And we get to a comfortable place where we're spinning all three perfectly. But the only problem with spinning all three perfectly is that we don't really excel at any of those. We don't excel in our work. We might be good at what we do, but we don't excel at it because we're perfectly balancing all three plates. And the only way to push through any of those things to get better at being a family man or a woman or to get better at being a uh, get better in our business or to make more money or to find more friends is to stop balancing our plates evenly we've got to let one slow down and maybe even crash or smash and that's where most of us are at we're too comfortable and when we're too comfortable when we're too comfortable we don't excel at anything it's worth remembering about analysing yourself sometimes and think about yourself objectively and think, am I too comfortable right now? Do I need to push myself out of my comfort zone? And that's partly why I do these kind of yearly challenges where I do a thing a day for 365 days. It's an effort to push myself out of my comfort zone that I often find myself in because we're all human. We all like coming home from work and doing nothing all evening, or watching telly, or watching Netflix, or whatever it is. We all enjoy doing that. But the only way I find myself to be able to push myself out of that comfort zone is to tell myself I've got to do this thing every day. And that's where I found the podcasting thing, and that's where I am now. And that's the reason why I'm talking to you now, because I push myself out of my comfort zone. I never thought 
I'd start a podcast. It's something I've wanted to do for a long time, but I've kind of never had the balls to do it, really. I've always been afraid of things that I mentioned in episode 66. I've been worried about rejection. Uh, I've been worried about failing. I've been worried about finding the time to do it. And all these things that I've mentioned in this episode as well, I've been worrying about finding the perfect time. I've been worrying about getting the perfect equipment. And I've been too comfortable. And I'm trying to work through those things to improve myself. And I think you should too. If you've got a project that you're eager to get started, that you just wish you could find the time to do, just get started with it and stop worrying about it so much and see what happens. Well, that episode turned into a bit of a rant today, but I hope you enjoyed it. Um, it's something I really wanted to say today after having that conversation in the Genius Division studio and then putting out my email newsletter last week where I spoke about this same topic and then the question from Chris, it all seemed to come together that I just needed to say more about this topic and it's something I'm really passionate about because I know a lot of people are stuck in a rut. I get like that sometimes and we all get like that and I'm really keen to make sure if anybody's listening to this, that I can inspire them in some way to get out of that rut in a way. So this was episode 68, and thanks so much for listening. The show notes about this episode are on my website at askadesigneranything.com forward slash EP68. If you want even more marketing tips, the email newsletter that I just spoke about goes out every Sunday evening. I usually share a bit of an inspiring story. I try to G you up for the week ahead to make you think a bit more, think differently and try to get you inspired to try something new this week. You can go to my website, scroll down to the bottom and you can sign up for it on there. I'm here every single day for this year at least because this is the challenge that I set myself, answering questions like this one and talking about topics like this, but I'm also talking about design, technology, business, marketing, all that kind of stuff. And if you want to ask me a question, go over to my website at askadesigneranything.com and you can ask it right there. You can also find me on Twitter. I'm just Craig Burgess, all one word on Twitter. If you've enjoyed today's episode and you listen and subscribe with iTunes, I'd really appreciate it if you could drop me a review. And thanks so much for listening and I'll see you on the next episode of Ask a Designer Anything, which is tomorrow, like always.